Hello and welcome to the Indie Incursion Podcast, your weekly indie games uh, podcast. We bring you all the news you might want to know, I guess, of indie games. Uh, we bring you a sweet little out this week section um, and all sorts of other stuff. We pop into Kickstarter. We talk about some Kickstarter indie games, mostly just talk shit about them. No big deal. It's cool. Uh, hey, hey, likes hey. to do that. <laughs> There's some cool ones. <laughs> you talk shit about them. Or at least Errol talks shit hey, about them. Oh, no, I don't. I That's am That's very true. nice That's about true. that. You lie. <laughs> I'm definitely not condescending and super picky at all when it comes to Kickstarter indie games. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is super exciting. Uh, we've got everybody back this week. Last week, Josh was hating us. Um, he was actually, I'm not saying he was dead and buried in my backyard, but he somehow reanimated and walked up and uh, he's recording the podcast with us. So no big deal. So is it like Ghost, exciting. Ghost Vaughn? and zombie josh yeah so i am the ghost formerly known as von hyde um you can also call me danny phantom if you'd like that's the, my preferred the, we're, alias we're not gonna nobody's gonna say call I you that <laughs> start calling me danny phantom I think I've guys watched a it'll, documentary it'll catch on. on nickelodeon about you i wasn't wasn't aware it was you a did actually back then. <laughs> yeah it's it's like a season-long documentary yeah um, no, it, i mean I it it's like, it's probably the most highly regarded documentary. i heard it was like three seasons long and the third season and ending were really bad well that's that's a wow. matter of <laughs> okay. sorry sorry vaughn the end of your life is very bad apparently <laughs> i know it's Partly I get it. it's cool i guess next week i'll be casper it's fine <laughs> no big deal oh, should be friendly for once all... jesus yeah that's fair <laughs> uh, that's a good point Just... man it's off to a great start so uh yeah. josh what have you been playing this week <laughs> let's talk deep and dirty about your video games what a tangent uh so <laughs> yeah so uh i haven't been playing too much the reason why i was gone was a company thing i was basically flown out to california so i haven't had too much time but uh a little bit of my time has been spent uh picking up prison architects uh this is a pretty oh fairly old game to be honest but uh they just recently a few months back uh put in multiplayer aspect to the game so if you don't know prison architect is basically like a uh kind of sims game where you're building your little city uh you know like a sim city but instead you're building a prison so you're creating all of the jail cells all the electricity the the kitchens the places where they can go to work out or go to pray yada 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 and it's actually pretty cool. Um, for me, it was an interesting way to play because I had no uh, start to the game. I didn't go through any tutorial. I just jumped in with a buddy who had already known about the game, and I was just really, really confused. But it was fun learning about basically all the different ways that I can create the the jail and just seeing all the dickish things that these jail people do. <laughs> like, this guy, I don't even know how. we. These guys are just getting all these, like, contraband and this crazy stuff this guy this jerk just had scissors and went through the medical bay and just destroyed all of my beds for no reason like why why would you do that <laughs> anyway but i mean it was it was good though i had a lot of fun playing it um other than that i haven't really been doing too much on the indie side of things um i played a little bit of the new kingdom hearts game but i only played yeah. it like 
yeah, but I only got to like 30 minutes through the game. I, uh, I basically got to the first part where I could finally save the game because I spent yeah. so long. Yeah, because I spent so long, first off, just trying to upload or not upload. I'm sorry, download Update. and install all yeah. the updates for PS4 because I haven't played in a while. So it's like, all right, wait an hour for that to do its thing. And then you're like, oh, great. Now I could play. And it's like, no, now you can download the Kingdom Hearts stuff. And then you'll play. And so it's like, okay, wait another 15 minutes. And I finally get to play. And it's like 25 minutes of fucking cutscenes. <laughs> it's, it's like well, trying to... It was that whole tutorial, too. Yeah, it What's goes that? through the whole tutorial that you've done in you every single game. It. And like it's so, and it's very confusing. Once again, they, they took away the, the normal, like, pick a shield, pick a sword, pick magic. But now it's like, pick these random paintings that mean no fucking sense. Yeah, and it's pick like, these things, that, these, I, these pictures of these scenes from past games that represent whatever. Some random verb, and it was like, I picked balanced mystic but i don't know what the fuck that means i I picked like (laughs) vitality and warrior i think it's just your stats what a man's man it affects your stats yeah i'm sure it affects my stats i don't know how the fuck it does though i mean i I guess wisdom probably mystic is boosted magic uh well that's definitely not what i should have picked then but that's okay i mean magic's usually good in the end (laughs) game anyway but damn that's definitely not the way i play Ugh, and I'm not gonna go sit through that 30 minutes again just to redo that. But yeah, no, you can't. You can't. You I mean, have I to can't. Restart the whole, well, you would have to restart the whole thing, and that's annoying within itself. Yeah, I don't want to watch all of that. Maybe I'll just like. I should have just done that now and just let it sit through all the stuff while we're doing this podcast. Look, at least you can. At least we were able to skip the cutscenes. Do you play Kingdom Hearts One on PS2 where you can't skip cutscenes? Uh, yeah. Oh my and god. And then when you. And when you lost to a boss, you'd have to go through the whole cutscene again. Oh, it's like, don't God even. Damn it. <laughs> don't even go there. Oh. Yeah, but otherwise, from the like the small amount that I've played, it seems kind of fun, very like fluid. But it's great. I mean, it 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 very much seems like exactly what Kingdom Hearts Two was, which I don't know what I was really expecting, but we'll see. There's some like weird stuff that they they like put in now, where you could like wall run and shit, but. We'll see oh, how. That, I'm not gonna say anything that's about actually... that, but all right, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure there's more to it when I get yeah. into it. But anyway, that's pretty much what I've been uh, up to. Would you say that Sora can do hardcore parkour? Yeah. He, uh, awesome. Yeah, his heart's really in it. <laughs> does he by chance every time he does it? He says hardcore parkour because I'd be in. No. I, that's a seller for me. Oh, fuck this game. Then no treasure planet. No hardcore parkour. Damn. It's just bull. Fuck it. <laughs> What have you been playing, Errol? Uh, so recently, I just got finished with playing uh, Unruly Heroes. It's that one of the games, that, the one that was at the indie, uh, the indie highlights of that Nintendo. Is that part. the one that's being developed by the Rayman guys? Or it's Raymans? like it's like the studio is people who worked on the on I believe Rayman Origins and Rayman Legends because it's it feels very similar. Um, gotcha. And it's based yeah. on Journey to the West, which is the the Chinese novel that Dragon, the original Dragon Ball, is also based off of. So you play as four different characters that you can switch between, and um, pretty much just like a kind of just really intense platformer that you can play co-op or single player, and it's really frustrating. 
<laughs> How far have you gotten into it? Oh, I I got I pretty much uh got to the last the last world. It's not a very long game. It's just some levels might take you a while. Ah, <laughs> uh, gotcha. Yeah, because I've cause... I've played I played a little bit of it, but I only went through the first two like stages. So I don't know really what to expect as far as like how. And then what's annoying. So what's annoying for me, a, a little nitpicky thing, is that, and I don't know if you notice this, but um, you can only switch characters in one direction. Yeah, that sucked. Because the other, but the other shoulder button is the dodge. And there's, I, I haven't checked it. Is there any like remapping? I not that I saw. Um, okay. And then yeah. I'm just trying to think of my <laughs> thoughts about, like, figure out my thoughts about it. I, I wrote about all this, but that was a couple of days ago. <laughs> um, you know, um, there's other stuff like the oh, the cool, the thing I did like about it was the levels where you, oh, that would be a spoiler for you though. I can't say that. <laughs> uh, that's hard. Um, I mean, you can say it. It's fine. I'm not that invested. Okay, th there are some there are some levels where you get to uh, control like specific enemies for like a level or two, mm -hmm. and and that's pretty. Can't cool. believe you just spoiled that. Except for the <laughs> except for the up. fact that they can't double jump, and by that time you're like used to the double jumping and gliding of the, of your four characters. That once you get there and you can't do it, it's like really. Um, but otherwise, it's just kind of like I didn't really like it that much, but. It's like a well-made game. I think the art in it is really nice. Um, the multiplayer is unnecessary, and I mean not the co-op, but the but the competitive multiplayer that just seems like a really bare-bones smash ripoff with only four characters and a really limited move set. <laughs> oh, I haven't got a chance to play that, but yeah, I wasn't even sure how that worked. I was kind of confused. So is it's it just, just like you on a platform? It's literally like so. E like each one of the worlds they have like a d different arenas mm -hmm. based on them and it's just it's just two to four people duking it out but it's all the same move you use in the campaign oh so it's just like the, the the few that you do and it just seems like really tacked on it's like <laughs> why have this <laughs> i don't know i guess an afterthought Otherwise, kind of but the real question is, could you just crouch on the ground and punch them in the dick a bunch? I wish. That would at least give them a combo <laughs> attack variety. <laughs> Errol's a big but, fan of dick punching. But, you know... Who's not a big fan of that? For the people I mean, who like those, those Rayman games, I mean, I'm sure they'd probably like it similar enough. I mean, I don't know. I've played Rayman, and from what I've played of Unruly Heroes, it definitely, like, it has that same kind of, like, I guess feeling, but it, it definitely was different. I don't, I don't it's know. It's, like, not quite? Know. It's, like, not, yeah. It's, like, it's hard to put my finger on it exactly, but it just doesn't feel like it's exactly flushed out like that. It's just huh. a very different game. This game more reminds me of, uh, like, a... A much more platform-based trine rather than puzzles more than like a rayman game oh yeah the puzzles right <laughs> yeah which i mean to be honest i think it was from what i've played the small amount better than trine which uh, a lot of people uh -huh. really hate on me for that but but i just didn't really like didn't really like trying that much but uh, i thought this was pretty good from what i've played but then again i 
obviously need to go through more of the levels and see if it does get to like more of a repetitive state or you know how much they really... I thought it was I thought it was like a just a side scrolling beat 'em up not with all the like a puzzle platformer <laughs> yeah I was so wrong well I mean it has and then the other thing I, that annoyed me was that you have no like health or damage upgrades so everything just stays the same throughout the whole campaign Oh, wow. Yeah, that is kind of weird. That's really annoying. I mean, enemies don't get that much stronger, but it would just be helpful. At least you feel like you have some form of progression in the game. Yeah, that, that's what I put when I was writing about it. It's like, you don't feel like you're progressing, you just feel like you're going. Has there actually been any sort of, like, progression system in any of the Rayman games? I mean, I, I haven't really played those other ones you haven't played like rayman legends or anything like you're talking i mean about? i played them like briefly but i don't remember that much about them yeah i don't recall um but i i don't think it was like the same really i don't yeah i think they had like uh maybe new abilities that he got but i feel like the rayman games would be more forgiving than unruly heroes because in the later levels ugh, the platforming gets Pretty freaking infuriating. Oh man, maybe I'll like it then. I have to try the harder levels. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'll let we'll you see. know. When I get through it, I'll let you know if you're just a baby. <laughs> hey, I played Messenger. <laughs> <laughs> I was like trying to think for a second. Yeah, like, you're Wait. like, what have I done? That's good. <laughs> Yeah, Josh is the get good guy. If anybody didn't know that out in the podcast viewership of one person, which is me. Uh, Josh really likes to tell us to get good at video games because he's pro. He's MLB, you know what I mean? Uh, definitely not. Uh, I'm pretty, sh I'm pretty <laughs> shit, but I'm better than uh, but, better than Arrow, so I'll, I'll stick with that. <laughs> at some things. Um. Oh... This is the Scorched Earth podcast. Well, I've been playing uh, Phantom Trigger. I talked briefly about it like last week that I had purchased it, but instead played other games for some reason. Um, Sounds like you. Yeah, it, exactly. I buy you. a lot of games and then just don't play them. Uh, Phantom Trigger is actually really fun. It's, it's a little weird, though. Um, I don't want to really get into the specifics of the story because it's a very odd story, and I feel like you could probably ruin it pretty easily. Um, the one thing I did want to talk about is the combat. If you guys are looking to pick up Phantom Trigger, I picked it up because it reminded me of Hyperlight Drifter. Um, I I would say don't fall for it. <laughs> um, it's like it's a good game, but if you're looking for something more like in that plays more like hyperlight drifter it's not going to really be the same uh, you get a couple of different like abilities that you like you get a fist that it punches and it does a lot of damage but is slower and you have a sword which is really fast but it does less damage and then you have a whip that doesn't necessarily do damage it's mostly just used as like a utility item to pull creatures toward you or one of the coolest things is that you can actually like uh you use the whip to lasso different stuff like spears and such on the map and then you can fling them at people which is really cool but often enough i just end up hitting myself with them so it, it gets kind of annoying um but it's a really fun game it's got a really cool aesthetic it's just if you're looking like if you're going to pick it up and you're thinking it's going to be 
at all like Hyperlight Drifter. It's really like it's not. Um, plus, I've been playing some Mass Effect Three. I'm trying. I'm like binging it, trying to get through with all the DLC before Anthem comes out. Uh, but other than that, that's all I've been playing this week. Mm. It's pretty exciting. Phantom Trigger looks pretty good, but it does have a mixed review. It's like got a pretty low score on like Steam and everything. But it, it, it yeah, that's not surprising. It looks really <laughs> fun though. I don't know. Like, what is it that? that's like negative about this game it's well it's really fun um i wouldn't say there's like a whole lot that's negative about it it's just the combat isn't exactly as tight as i'd like it to be um everything kind of feels a little bit sluggish especially if you get like stuck in a combo um the progression system is really interesting the more you use an item the more it levels up which then unlocks combos with your different abilities um so it's it's really fun i'd I'd recommend it. Um, it's it's a fun game and everything. Plus, the story is really weird. Uh, so if you guys are big fans of just weird ass stories or like super ambiguous stuff, like Hyperlight Drifter, um, I would. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. But I haven't got to the end of it yet, so I can't exactly say that it's like massively mind like boggling. But it's it's pretty interesting. Hmm. I check it out. Yeah, maybe I'll look into <laughs> it when it goes on sale or something that's yeah that's i bought it on sale i think it was like four dollars oh okay so it's, yeah it's a good idea yeah, well, yeah. now it's like fifteen dollars so uh i'll wait until that next sale yeah i wouldn't spend that much on it uh but i think it's about time for us to transfer or transform what whatever people like to yeah, say yeah i was gonna do that <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Freaking Transformers noise. Uh, it's time for us to talk about some news, some indie games news for this week. Uh, and I mean, we have a decent amount of news that you guys can obviously check out all the articles in the uh, description down below of either this video on YouTube or um, of the like just audio podcast. I always put the descriptions in those, but I feel like it's weird. So I mean, the links in the descriptions on those, but it's definitely weird. Uh, for our first story, we are on Game Informer. This written by... Uh, Elise Favis, Favis, I'm going to go with that. Uh, Wargroove to have cross-play at launch. Uh, Wargroove, an upcoming strategy game similar to Advanced Wars, will have cross-play at launch. Publisher uh, Checklefish announced on the news on Twitter, confirming that cross-play will be available across Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, there is no mention whether or not the PS4 will include cross uh, crossplay too, but since Sony only recently made the function available la- or late last year, uh, that doesn't come as much of a surprise. The PS4 version of Wargroove launches at a later date as well. Um, one thing I'd like to point about this is that it's really starting to like grade me. It's it's really starting to annoy me that the only games that anybody ever talks about going cross cross platform play um, are the few that Sony included in its like beta, but. Once again, there are games that were cross-platform play before this, so it's it, it shouldn't be such a big thing. It I feel like it's only a big thing because like Fortnite went cross-platform play. Uh, but of course, there's more news to this. Uh, Wargroove's multiplayer can be played online or locally with up to four players. Having a large player base across several platforms should be a great uh, should be great for matchmaking and such. Yes. Um, the game is going to release on February 1st on Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, and PC, uh, and of course the PS4. It's coming at a later date. And uh, uh, reviews just came out started coming out today is getting all nines from what i've seen oh damn it's pretty high it's got a really cool art style people are I like it a lot. really satisfied with it yeah that's interesting um, i've been playing a little bit of it 
I'm no strategy game expert, but because I'm into the breach, I've been getting a little more into them, and it's definitely fun, um, from what I've played so far. I'm not that far into it. I'm still kind of learning what each unit does, and then they're still introducing new units, and I had to, I had to lower the difficulty down because I was getting my butt kicked, but, uh... You didn't just get good? Get good, Arrow. Get good. I'm, I'm planning on it. <laughs> Maybe one day. Yeah, maybe one day. But yeah, it has just so much content, you know, it's, there's like a, there's the single player campaign mode, and then there's the, uh, the arcade mode, where you play as all the, uh, all these different commanders have their own story mode, which you unlock through the campaign mode, and then there's the whole, there's the whole multiplayer thing. I think there's both competitive and co-op, and then you can create your own custom maps and Cutscenes apparently. I haven't tried that Whoa, out yet. Cutscenes. That's pretty crazy. I, I don't know. It might just be like the sprite based cutscenes. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. the cutscenes are sprite based. It's not like the opening animation that they have, which is actually really cool. But, um. And then a nice touch I liked is that, uh. They have the. You can listen to the. There's like a certain place where you can listen to the soundtrack as the. As you unlock more content, hmm. that's pretty cool. Kind of like a sound test, like the old games had. Yeah, I think the the reason why this is so cool for crossplay, like the the reason why this is really good for them, as far as like a smart decision uh, for their brand or for you know the longevity of this game, is just because of that uh, custom maps that you can build so the fact that you could have potentially if you know if i'm reading right into this um you could play someone who's on a switch that created a map off of you know an xbox or off of a pc which means that you'll have even after all that endless amount of content that errol just spoke on of you know all the different campaign modes this thing could last for basically forever i mean people are still modding uh, you know, older games like the older Fallout games and still making stuff for it to this day. The same with, you know, Skyrim, the same with uh, any of those games that you can make mods or make new designs to things. Um, it, it just really supports this game going forward and it makes it easier for a game that might have a smaller subset on certain platforms to be able to be included with all the others. So I think it's a smart decision and a choice to have that go across. All, yeah, all that stuff is great. <laughs> all that stuff is great. Yeah. Uh, I definitely believe that the, the cross-platform play is cool too. The only thing I find annoying about this, like I said, is the fact that everybody seems to think that cross-play did not exist before. Like, cross-platform play didn't exist before. I'm like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> there's, like, five different games, if not more. Just five, like, that I know of. Um, I keep forgetting one of them, honestly. is really pissing me off. But, uh, yeah, like, Final Fantasy XIV Realm Reborn does have cross-platform play, and it has since it launched on consoles. So, mm, can you just stop? Like, let's... let's Final Fantasy Let's stop different. just saying that it started then. It gets a pass. It's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean whatever it's it's weird um yeah i'm really excited for wargroove how do you like it arrow have you played like really like any bit of it yeah or just... i was saying that um i played a bit of it and uh 
I like it so far. I was saying how I was getting uh, my butt kicked, and I had to lower the difficulty because I'm not really used to strategy games besides Into the Breach, but I feel like Into the Breach is a lot more accessible for people who aren't familiar with strategy games, whereas Wargroove is like, if you know strategy games and you're like a big Advanced Wars fan, you'll probably like it a lot. Well, there you go. Glowing recommendation for Errol. Yeah. Somebody who nine, does not know anything about strategy games. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get many of those. Mostly he just tells Josh how much uh, like he hates his picks for God Bless the Crown. I don't, no, we do. yeah, I don't ever hate his picks. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. But don't Always worry. We'll get back to picks. that later. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I think the weird part about this, though, is that like not really the 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 fact that I'm talking about the cross-platform play on PS4, but just the fact that it's not on PS4 at the same time as everything else. It seems really strange that it's the one pick that didn't go through. Like, and I don't know anything about you know what might have set that later than. I than feel like a couple of indies have been like that recently, like PS4 at a later date, and it's like, huh? It's like it's like PS4 and Nintendo Switch switched places. Huh? I know that's yeah. well. the The weird thing about this isn't necessarily that they just excluded like PS4 because that does happen. Like Wonder Song released on Nintendo Switch and PC, but did not come to PS4. Yeah. The weird thing about this is that it also came to Xbox One, but didn't come to PS4. Yeah. So it's like it doesn't seem like they're a far leap console wise, and I don't think it would be that hard to make a version. Wouldn't it be Wait. hilarious if the developers were just like holding it hostage. I thought Wonder Song was out for PS4 now. It just came oh, out okay. to PS4. Yeah. But it, it launched at a later date. Yeah. That's like So I wonder it's what's just going odd. On Normally there. indies will come to Nintendo Switch and PC and then they'll later come to consoles. Um other consoles because Nintendo Switch is a console. But um yeah it's weird that they're just excluding PS4 of all things. Huh. Yeah. Yeah I don't know how that works. Um, so I think it's time for us to move on to our next story. This is uh, for fans of the game Don't Starve. Don't Starve Together, uh, devs reveal DLC plans for 2019. Uh, Don't Starve Together developer Cly, I don't know, I'm going to go with Cly, uh, laid out its plans for the upcoming year in a blog post yesterday highlighting character refreshes, seasonal events, and, uh, and new biomes coming to its uh, Tim Burton-esque roguelike. Uh, Cly will roll out four new characters with unique abilities being uh, at the beginning uh, mid... What? Oh, okay. Beginning mid-March uh, for $6.99 US dollars, price not final, uh, with a new character releasing every other month. The developer says that this is how it will fund the remainder of its content, which, uh, which it wants to give away for free, but players can also use spool, spool, spools. I'm ass- yeah, I'm spools. assuming that's... Uh, their in-game currency. Oh yeah, Don't Starve's in-game currency. I'm such a dumbass. Uh, to unlock <laughs> each new character, so you don't have to spend the $6.99. That's pretty cool. Um, the original suite of characters uh, will be getting some love too. Beginning in March with Winona, each character will have their abilities revamped with new backstories to boot. A new character will be refreshed every other month with new skins available. Uh, the month of their reset. Um, and then they also promise some um brand new content coming later but uh 
including new biomes and creatures basically more yeah whatever that does that part doesn't matter this this is a good article you guys should check it out it's written by hunter wolf over on game informer uh did you guys play don't starve do you care about the dlc are you gonna pay the six bucks or are you just gonna use your plethora of in-game currency because you love the game so much damn arrow with the fucking disrespect <laughs> yeah dude errol's just shitting on stuff today. Fucking no i just never played it God a crab. fucking no and no <laughs> uh i i actually have not played it either but i've always See? looked at it I've, well yeah, yeah 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 but i was nice about it all right i didn't fucking know it <laughs> it's different all right but i've seen it i've seen it before and i've wanted to get into it i know a couple of uh-huh. friends uh actually have it would you get out of here <laughs> but like this this dlc of having the like extra new characters and i've seen in the past like they have had other content that has come out so they're you know like continuously working on it so by now getting it for the 15 dollars that it is on steam or waiting until the next you know steam sale or something like that i'm sure this is an easy pickup for how much content is probably in it already and then it's nice to know that i can get whatever these spools are and then actually work my way towards the new characters since like if i'm already gonna spend my time jumping into it and playing it you know at least i'll i'll get like maybe a new character i'm interested in or see what actually comes from it so i think it's i think it's a good good concept to have i don't know i i might actually look into it probably for the next the next sale or the next time i'm just like looking for a game i'll probably pick it up um so it looks like the uh, the picture in the article says a teaser of a new character coming to don't starve together and then they say is it a moose man it definitely looks like the devil i don't know what kind of dumbass thinks that's a moose man a moose man um it looks like the like weird like fawn like devil Mm -hmm. he literally has a pointy fucking tail who what yeah well, what moose have you seen with a pointy tail? Yeah, that's that's moose man. Yeah, and if you want to go off on a, obviously, I mean, you could go off on a really weird theory and say it's the moose man from that this indie game called the Moose Man. But, yeah, yeah, that yeah. or it could be that weird ass like creature from uh pan's labyrinth it could be that oh, yeah i mean yeah. that could be bigfoot for all we know we've never seen his butthole we've Whoa. never seen his tail bigfoot. we don't know what look at his he's... little legs there's no way he could be bigfoot okay little he's foot. got huge he could... sora's got little legs dude he's got the fat oh, feet. man he could... his he legs would snap if he tried to move big feet look at that it's barely attached to its butt <laughs> His tail, <laughs> his tail is bigger than his legs. That's fair. That is that is pretty janky. But look at their character models. Their head is fucking huge, and their legs are tiny. There's no way that their legs would like actually would actually be able to support their head. That's why they're Just starving. Let alone their their body. heads are so big. They gotta feed themselves. That's a good point. Maybe as you feed him, his legs grow larger in his so do his feet. I think. Ever think of that? Josh? That would be a unique mm-hmm. twist. I can't wait to play Moose Man. Yeah, dude. I hate that so much. Who the fuck wrote... Oh, my God. I, I feel weird that I'm so hung up on this. Don't Starve, I've heard really good things about. People really, really like it. I really like the aesthetic of it. I'm just shit at survival games. I'm really bad at it. <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah, that's that's usually what kind of pushed me away from getting into Don't Starve. But the fact that it is, like has that multiplayer the co-op aspects will probably get me into it because i'll just try to see if one of my friends is good at it and then i'll just fucking just follow his lead and make him 
carry my ass. Nice, nice. Speaking of carrying your ass, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. Uh, we're over on Twinfinite for this next article. Is Pray for the Gods is finally launching in early access. Stunning trailer showcases gameplay. Well, we've already seen whoa, gameplay, so whoa. no big deal. I just have to what, point that. What out. was the transition there? Are we? Are you carrying my ass to the next story? No, dude. The big like monsters that carry you. You climb on them. It's like Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, get your, uh, uh, geez, get uh, your head in the uh, game, I Josh. See, I see. Excellent, excellent transit. I'm gonna tell you right now. My absolute favorite part of this article is the fact that they even reference that they had to change the name uh, to P R A E Y because of like a possible lawsuit from uh, f- because Bethesda, of the game right? Prey. What'd you say? Bethesda, Bethesda Prey or... Yeah, the, the Bethesda Prey that, that came out, I think, in either early 2018 or late it was, 2017. It was like May 2017, um, I think. Yeah, they they referenced that, and then several times they like talk about it in the article, but, spray, uh, but spell it P-R-E-Y, and the picture that they actually include is spelled P-R-E-Y. That didn't actually find a picture that has the A. Yeah, I, was, I just find that funny. I was definitely confused hilarious. about that. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I was like, there's so many mistakes here. Yeah, it's so weird. This is like, okay, there's like a couple different typos in this article. It's really weird. But uh, for the main meat of this article, uh, Pray for the Gods is finally releasing an early access after a lengthy development cycle. The Shadow of the Colossus like survival adventure game has uh, been in the works for four years since its successful crowdfunding campaign. Uh, but a June 31st early access launch is not locked, is now locked in. Not, not locked in. Uh, the three man team first started uh, work on Pray for the Gods back in 2014 as a part time project two years later and after raising $500,000 on Kickstarter. Which something that I find weird about this is they like get all this money and then they move to Seattle. I don't understand why they had to move to Seattle. That's a little weird to me. It's a cool place. To like be. they, I I guess it's like a cultural hub or something. That's where, Ninten- uh, fast that's where Nintendo is. Yeah, this definitely looks like okay. Nintendo. That's yeah. That's yeah. That's where you want to be. They're gonna be, put it on, on Switch first. It's gonna be Switch <laughs> first. I mean, it's on PC already. I mean, so when it's out of earlier. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, fast forward crazy. another two years, and the game's name has since been changed to avoid legal strife. Strife uh, with Bethesda's prey. I think that's so funny. That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Is that they tried to sue them over the word prey? That's so stupid. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah development has been moving quickly all sorts of stuff uh another thing i find odd about this is they actually talk about like the the early access stuff they put it in early access and what's in early access is what they promised in their initial like kickstarter but then they talk about um they talk about wanting to add additional content based on the the sales for steam and they're like oh yeah it's like adding the epilogue in a good book um, at the end of a book, but it's like, why did you put it out in early access if your game is already done? Like you said, it's fully playable along with cutscenes, open world exploration, uh, minions, puzzles, and all the additional kicks, uh, Kickstarter backer content is a fully playable game. Uh, that is exactly what like backers asked for, but then they still put it out in early access. Maybe it's, like, that's a little weird to me. Maybe it's one of those like 
things where you, like, you know, the whole, oh, it's just a beta, we, like, we still have a lot of bugs to work out, and, like, that's why it's early access, because they want to work out all the kinks first before they, like, fully release it. I mean, it makes sense. I just find that really odd. Like, uh, why even include that? You could just say it's in beta and then add additional content for, like, when you actually release it. You don't. You didn't even actually have to say that you were going to add additional content based on Steam sales. Like, I just, I find that weird. Yeah, it's a lot. It's know. really odd. I don't know. I mean, it's also getting to a point where, like, in a, like... So I understand our, our point that we're, like, pushing is, like, why put it in early access, but also because of, like, the way the community has been lately for video games of how, like, we're very, um, very quick to jump on any issues that come up. So, I mean, think of, like, Fallout 76. And granted, Fallout 76, there's a lot of reasons for us to jump on it, but, like... <laughs> those like those kind of like missteps like people are very critical when a game comes out and i feel like the early access thing it's just such an easy way like errol was kind of alluding to of just basically covering their ass and being like we know there's shit wrong uh let's not put it out and get a whole bad publicity where we can hide behind that and be like no instead the you know the 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 message behind that is like, look how good it is for early access rather than look how bad it is for a full release. I feel like with this like whole, this whole thing with early access, people saying they're putting out their game in beta and it's in early access just to kind of cover their ass is really becoming a slippery slope. I don't think developers understand what they're doing because now every game that comes out, people are like, it's very possible that a lot of developers will just say it's in early access or it's in beta um, to, to cover their ass. And then it's like, when do games ever come out? What what game is fully finished? Like, do I have to wait for it to eventually come to consoles with all the DLC and you to charge me again for it to say that it's officially out? I mean, not even because like, there's games that have already come to consoles that are still in early access that like aren't exactly. Updates. So it's I'm just saying it's like a slippery slope. You just they're really. I don't know. It's it's a weird thing to do. And it's definitely like desensitized everyone from the whole beta and early access thing because any game that comes out now you could just be like, "Oh yeah, it's an early access. It has been for 12 years. It'll eventually come out." I don't know. <laughs> Let's see if Fortnite ever comes out of beta. Yeah, I wonder when that knows. date will actually be. But I, I don't know because I like I agree with you it's just it's such a hard concept because there's some people who do it really well and there's some people who get away with you know this crappy motive of having kind of a, a safety net because like i think of slay the spire and they did an awesome job with early access they put in every week constant updates they were constantly talking to the community constantly working with them and getting the game to where it is now when it it just released and like that's how it should be but there's a lot of you know these early access games where it'll be in early access and months will go by before you even hear like any word on what's happening yeah exactly it's like developers aren't necessarily hurting they aren't hurting like players by putting their stuff in early access that's not what i'm saying they're hurting themselves by doing it mm. because now it's uh, 
It's just early access and betas have now this word means these words mean something else entirely. They no longer mean like, oh, we're still working on the game. It's 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 finished, but it's not polished. Like we're still going to work on it. Now it just means, hey, we know our game is shitty um, and we don't want you to be mad about it. So here's a game Wait, that we'll is say is an early access. Still in early access. Yeah. It's in beta. Yeah, Fortnite, still... at, at the very least, it's Battle Royale is in beta. Yeah, it's, it's not. So it's, it's just a scapegoat, and it's annoying. Which doesn't make sense, because it's like, I don't know, popularity is not a good reason for it to be out, but it's like, it's on every device, everyone is playing it, like, it's it's clearly out. It's not It's not an early access, everyone has access to it. Like, this isn't like... And you're not even paying for it either. Well, I guess that doesn't matter either. But it's it's just a weird concept in general. But I don't I don't think it's that like. It's just a weird concept because a beta and early access are like the same thing, but used in different contexts, I guess. But it feels more like the indie scene uses early access more than beta, which is more of like a a closed a technical a, yeah term. A technical term and is a more closed off thing that more like triple a titles will do or higher uh you know monetary uh entities but i, I don't know it, it's definitely tough and it, it really depends because it's a case-by-case basis and there's really nothing we can do about it because early access is like the big new thing i mean you could like protest and just not buy anything that goes into early access but it also depends because you don't know if you're just missing out on that game because what if it's an early access forever? Yeah, I mean, sorry to go on a tangent about early access. It just really annoys me, especially like after um, like Ark Survival Evolved was in early access, but putting out paid DLC. I was like, then you're not in early access. You're just like, you're just, that's your game. I don't understand, but whatever it, um, to get actually back to pray for the gods, I, I assume that their early access period will be legit. Um, they're at, they're planning on adding more stuff to it and everything. It's just early access annoys me. Um, pray for the gods, uh, will launch in early access. Uh, it's arriving on January 31st via steam. Um, I'm excited for this. I've been excited for it since we saw it at like, e3 a long time ago i think it was like e3 2016 maybe was it at e3 if i remember correctly uh it i i think it was yeah it was i'm fairly certain that it was at one point in time at e3 but i don't know this article for some reason completely does not say that but has like five typos so that's a thing um so for our next news story we are staying on game informer and this is our last news story before we pop into news cram uh this written by imram khan it is hong kong massacres ps4 release slightly delayed for america um indie game hong kong massacre a stylish new hotline miami like uh developed by vrexky i don't i don't know that i don't know how to say that um came out recently on pc and ps4 the the pc release date is available worldwide while the ps4 release appears to uh, have only come out in europe and australia 
It seems like just for the Americas that it is scheduled for a later date. Um, the main reason that I wanted to talk about this and is just because of some of these tweets. Um, so they went to the developer went to Twitter and said, uh, "We are releasing uh, the Hong Kong Massacre a bit earlier on Steam, and it is available now. Uh, it looks like the PS4 version in America uh, will not be released on the 22nd. This is something out of our control, and we apologize for this in Europe." in Australia or uh, yeah Australia uh, for some reason I thought I said Austria uh, um, it is well, now I mean, available on PS4 thanks <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then this dude, like JT, was just a total dickhead about it and was like, not happy about a delay. Shit happens. But shrugging like we have no clue when it's coming uh, to North America is bullshit. Okay, that's, I mean, I don't think that's necessarily what they did. Like, they just said, hey, it's not coming to North America right now. They aren't really obligated to tell you any more than that. Um, and it says they responded saying, we are really sorry, but this is something out of our control. The latest it will be out, uh, is the 31st of January. This is all we know at the moment. Um, (laughs) it's like a week later. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's not the worst thing ever. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's not like you're waiting 13 years for a game to come out. <laughs> like some other games. <laughs> Fucking keep the bar so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Anyway, uh, no, the this like, I just don't understand why like they don't have to tell you everything, and it's out of their control. Like, what are they gonna do? What is what is this guy thinking? Like, he's gonna change their mind? Like, oh, you're right. We were wrong. Sorry. It's out now. Like, it's clearly not going to be anything he can change by saying, like, fucking, oh, this is bullshit. Like, And also, if they say it's out of their control, what makes him think that they actually know when it'll be able to be released? Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand that thought process. He's like, they must know. They're just like, they're, they're just pulling my chain. They're just being dicks. <laughs> no yeah like what what motive would they possibly have it is strange though like i wonder what could have possibly just been like oh never mind north america for ps4 this just will not work like it's very specific like i wonder if there's something in the game that legally just does not work uh I would assume that, like, so, since they say it's out of their control. It must be an issue with Sony in the U.S. Yeah, I but I I don't know enough about the game to have a good understanding of that. But it seems seems like something very specific. But even still, like I don't know, it it just seems like a a bit too much. <laughs> I don't, there's not much more to say other than that. <laughs> Yeah, this isn't like a huge blockbuster news story. I just really wanted to talk about how this guy was being a dickhead. (laughs) If I'm being honest, that's mainly what I wanted to talk about. (laughs) Hong Kong Massacre looks really good, especially if you're a fan of Hotline Miami. It's like Hotline Miami, but doesn't look bad. (laughs) Okay. I'm just kidding. I love Hotline Miami. It's just a different art style. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. It's more realistic in Hong Kong. Yeah, I was going to say realistic. Hotline Miami. I don't know about (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just making a joke. Yeah, Hotline Miami looks great. (laughs) But now it's time for us to move into News Cram. Cram, 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 c
cram, cram, cram. Did you cough, Errol? <laughs> yeah. I think he did. <laughs> I was almost stuck in my throat. He was, all that he was trying was to get stuck. ready for the crams, dude. He's got cram, and then I got fucking, a news cram in my throat. Him. Oh, man. Oh. Let's get it out. Uh, so, <laughs> so for news cram this week, uh, we've got um, our... Uh, this is just a press release. Origami heading to Nintendo Switch on February 21st. Okay, so that was um, weird. I need to say something about this. Because a lot of people... It. it was confirmed for Europe and not confirmed for North America yet. So there wasn't that... All oh, the, shit. All the news... No, 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 no. I mean, I mean like Hong a Kong month ago. A month again. or two ago. Now it's confirmed <laughs> for North America. Were there any uh, mean tweets? Yeah, was anybody a dickhead about it? I haven't seen Twitter? it. No, I didn't look at twitter for that <laughs> it's probably that same I think guy we need to go- yeah we need to go check out uh J- jt see if he's being an ass and there's a uh, <laughs> but we need to see he's coming to switch and there's a physical edition with like a bunch of cool stuff a special coin an art book a, a special box cover oh wow i hate soundtrack. to tell you. I already have it physically on PS4, big boy. Oh, shit. Yeah, but it did, like did it come with a special limited edition coin? I don't give a shit about a coin, dude. What am I going to do with a coin? You're gonna what am I even going to do with this game? I'm not even going to play it. Uh, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <sighs> Foolish. <laughs> did you play Origami Arrow? I want to, uh, eventually. I'm not... Well, now you like, can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the best at uh, stealth games, but since uh, one of the influences they said was Dishonored, I was like, oh, okay, now you got me. Are you like nice. Are you like the god of monster taming games, Errol? What does Dishonored like... have to do with monster taming? Yeah, that was kind of an interesting uh, question. Well, my, my transition from that was because Today, you've talked about two types of games you're bad at, but I want to know what you're good at. I'm not good at any games. <laughs> you're not good at I any games. He's here. got godlike proficiency in monster tamers. Yeah, I wanted oh, to, you, like... Now, I have a very basic knowledge compared to some of the people I know. Oh, well, no. The the savants of the monster taming world, they're, they're another beast themselves. It's, it's but... one of those things where, like, among my group of friends, I probably know the most about stuff because they don't really look into it that much. But then if you look to the people who actually know their stuff, I'm just a scrub, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I just try to help them spread the word, okay? All right, I gotcha. Nice. I, was, I, was, nice. I was expecting you to be, like, some fucking like amazing monster tamer person who was like oh yeah let me show no, you No, why do you think I, I i wrote an article for parallax about what other uh, monster tamer competitions we could see besides pokemon without getting into the competitive metagame so that's all you have to know about that i mean you might just be helping the masses but you're secretly the the competitive scene master and i'm not good no i know nothing about the competitive scene he's just Very ready to little. blow everybody out of the water yeah. he's trying to like tempt you with low expectations yeah. and then he's gonna pull the rug out from under he's you gonna be like, he's uh, like I'm the wizard bitch do you wanna play a, a, a friendly match of Pokemans and I'm gonna be like sure Errol and he's gonna be like ha stupid and he's gonna destroy me something no, like that he's just my teams are people. never balanced enough for that ah oh, I picked balance should've picked balance I've got six Dawn <laughs> fans no big deal 
That's not even. Is that, is that <laughs> Dawn a, fan? A elephant party? Dawn fan. Oh. <laughs> elephant party. Elephant party. Six dongs. All right, let's go. Yeah, time for the rest of the news cram because we talked about origami and Arrow being a god. Uh, so we've got Axiom Verge is the next freebie uh, from the Epic Games Store in February. That is over on Twinfinite. Uh, Subnautica sequel gets surprise announcement out next week. It's actually it's already out. You can go play it. That is over on IGN. Um, we've got discover a lost language among the stars in the new trailer for heaven's vault i'm gonna tell you right now this game's art style annoys me just because the lady doesn't have legs i'm not gonna talk about it any more than that uh that is over on game informer um then we've got honey pop 2 uh to launch censored on steam amid growing concerns among visual novel developers over on twinfinite uh rivals of ether aether something like that a cute new buddy system has shipped with patch uh 1.4.7 that is on twinfinite and the last of our news cram roundup is a uh, Twinfinite article titled Rocket League Cross-Platform Party Feature Coming in February. So now it is time for us to move in to Errol's favorite segment of the podcast. And this is God Bless the Crowd. Uh, <laughs> this is where uh, Josh goes through different crowdfunding sites, find some cool games for us to talk about. Uh, this week we've got uh, Littlewood and Evergate, um, both over on Kickstarter. If you guys would like to find them, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's very easy to find stuff on Kickstarter. Guess what, guys? I figured it out last week because Josh abandoned us. He definitely wasn't buried in my backyard, guys. Oh, I, I'm not a zombie, I guess. I was wondering how you were going to do it on your own. But see, I'm proud of you. You figured it out. That's why I reanimated you like Frankenstein. Here I am, baby. <laughs> I assume that's what he would say. <laughs> <laughs> something like that uh so littlewood looks really really cool um the the world has already been saved and now it's time to rebuild your town along with the hearts of those around you see the one thing i really want to talk about this guys is that josh is such a liar you know what i mean guys because he constantly tells us he doesn't like card games <laughs> he's not a Yu-Gi-Oh fan he doesn't play pokemon the new bakugan is not appetizing at all to him but he's a liar <laughs> Because there's a section of this game called Tarot Master, and let's talk about it. Uh, once the Dark Wizard was defeated, all of his monsters were sealed away into tarot cards. Uh, many townsfolk collect and battle with these cards. And there is a uh, even a big competition held each year in whatever the fuck that name is, Get Collecting. Josh, this is really why you put this on here, isn't it? So we could talk about freaking card games, dude again you caught me you caught me also i never said anything about Yu-Gi-Oh or pokemon <laughs> i don't know i don't know you said you don't play Yu-Gi-Oh, bro I, me and arrow were both here for this you said you didn't play i mean well yeah i guess not <laughs> you're not but playing still. magic the gathering at your local I, comic book okay, store okay look this is the thing. I don't like card games that are just card games. If you're like, do you want to play Hearthstone or Magic the Gathering or Yu-Gi-Oh or any of those? No, I don't. This what about Bakugan Battle Planet? Do you want to play that? It's more than just a card game. There are little toys. Yeah, dude, there's little toys. You got to you gotta roll them. And, and, and the cards are magnetic, so they like pop out. That's, 
It, yeah, it's no. completely revamped the Bakugan series, bro. No. It's crazy. Oh. No. <laughs> You're missing the point. It's not just a card game, though. I like the card aspect when it's built into a system that's in a game already. That's not just like... Like, any game that has, like, one of those weird card games, like, if you play, like, Fable, it has their own card game. If you play oh, so Gwent. Yeah, if you play, like, Witcher 3, they have their own card game. Like, fuck those. I don't want those. But when you have... Uh, cards implemented and it's more like abilities or like different events kind of like Mega Man Battle Network yeah Mega Man Battle Network is awesome it's kind of have a cool twist to it almost as if the cards are in there no almost as if the cards are there (laughs) for no good reason and they really could have just named it abilities then it's perfect nah fuck the game that one (laughs) (laughs) fuck that (laughs) anyway but let's actually talk about Littlewood guys now that I'm done mocking Josh about his card game so it's a card game right no it's it's not even a card game it's all a card game (laughs) not even a card game this is Littlewood a peaceful RPG I actually really like the concept of it though of like what happens after the hero saves the world and it's like all right well you know what's the aftermath of it of actually like building the town um i think i like the concept more than i would like playing the game to be honest though because i mean i'd rather just wait for the new animal crossing that comes out oh yeah that's what i was gonna say animal crossing especially because there's a character here that looks like a humanoid bird so, uh, and also, I like how on the Kickstarter page it lists their influences, and it, and this Animal Crossing is the first one. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty obvious, but like, oh shit, dude! One of their influences is RuneScape 2007. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I'm gonna back these guys. They're my favorite. <laughs> Fuck you, Josh! I'm gonna play this tarot card game. Damn. Don't you worry. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the card game was just an added stretch goal. It has nothing to do with the game. That's bullshit, dude. It says right there, master new hobbies and crafts. I'm going to master tarot master. All right, all right. <laughs> the point is, the game actually looks pretty dope, though. I really like the art style. It looks like basically build your own Zelda world. It's like old school yeah. Zelda. Um, so it, it does have a good aspect to it. It's just, I really can't get into these style games, but if you like this type of like, you know, build your own city game, um, it's, it's definitely one that I would recommend because it, it looks like it, it has the potential to be really good. And I mean, it's only 15 bucks and man, Vaughn, you must love these guys because they did not do a $1 tier. Uh, yeah, and they also didn't do that bullshit where they're like, make something in my game. Oh, really? Make my game Even for that me. as well? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, Wait, these guys are like, they're know. top tier. We don't know. Oh. Sorry about the sound in the background. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I was like, do we know it? Like, did you figure it out? <laughs> I have. I have... <laughs> oh, my God. I have headphones on. That's A B? Uh, what was I saying? <laughs> Uh, we oh. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you we know about a bad pickaxe animation that Vaughn won't like? Oh, I don't know, dude. This uh, looks really good. You know what I'm gonna tell you right now? You know what looks shitty? Animal Crossing. You know what looks great? Fucking Littlewood. It's got card games. They like RuneScape. I'm. Have you ever played Animal Crossing? 
Yeah, I have. And it's butthole. Oh, God damn. <laughs> Some spicy what? words there. Hot takes here. Yeah. yeah. He just told him to go suck a butthole. Uh, well, exactly I guess right uh, I guess you're you're down for Littlewood then. Well, that's good at least. I'm sold, dude. If they the only thing that they could have done better on this Kickstarter when it comes to me is if they offered some physical rewards, which they did not do. Damn, almost your best friends, almost. Yeah, dude. could have been. Could've I was been. about <laughs> to like hit them up and be like, "Hey, I'm already engaged, but can I marry you, Sean Young? Let's do <laughs> Let's this. Do this." We'll be together for the rest of eternity, sadly. Be like, for you. I mean, if you hit them up, maybe maybe they'll be like, "I'm Sean Young, and the physical thing that you can have is me, baby." I'd be like, "Marry me," and then you live that's happily a sick ever perk, after. dude. Now I'm gonna have to hit him up. I know. Like that's a necessity. I know. And now we're gonna get like fucking straining orders. <laughs> Restraining orders. <laughs> I'm definitely not oh, saying boy. I'm going to stalk Sean Young. That's it. That's, I'm not. Ooh, all right. We got to uh, change topics. All right. Anyway. So Evergate looks really cool, guys. Uh, <laughs> it's an expansive 2D puzzle platformer set in the realm of gods and spirits where dreams are the fabric of reality and souls are reborn. That's that's kind of a weird description of a game. I don't really know. Um, uh, Littlewood, I forgot to say, it was shooting for $1,500. It seriously surpassed its goal by a shitload. It's got $35,000. They are definitely... They're going to make that Tarot Master card game. It's going to be sweet. They still got 14 days left, guys. Freaking give them money. Uh, but over on Evergate, uh, they have a goal of $25,000 and they have, um, they're almost there. They're about 90% there with, uh, $23,876 with 15 days left to go. Evergate actually looks pretty cool. And I like at the end of their trailer, they actually included a little bit of like dev commentary where they were like, Hey, we are two people creating this game. And uh, we just want to make it. Please give us money. And I was like, all right, dude, that's pretty honest. Uh, plush, they offer a plush. So no big deal. It's uh, pretty sweet. That's the real reason. And you can get a t-shirt, physical art book, physical poster. Seriously, today is like chef's kiss of choices, Josh. Seriously. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Great job. I know. I, I do it for you. I know. They're you okay. definitely didn't do it for Errol because he hates this. So. And uh, Errol has they're, specifically they're, told me. He's DMing <laughs> me right now. They're all right. How bad all these games are. You see that? That they're all right. He he can't even, he can barely come up with that. He's like just dying on the inside what trying to say that they're good. <laughs> He's like, eh. eh. One thing I will say they look fine. that they included <laughs> that I still feel like is better is you can create a backstory for an NPC. That's one thing creating an entire npc or just doing it's just okay i'm not gonna get on this again <laughs> fucking stop trying but to what if you want to but like so you if you had the chance to like put something in the game like put yourself in the game as an npc you wouldn't do it no i'm not that vain arrow no, I'm yeah, just kidding. His name is Bob, no, I, I really shouldn't judge them that much <laughs> for like 
doing this uh it's just i don't know it's a, it's a weird thing to include in your kickstarter but it isn't a like an added layer of involvement for people um the coolest thing about uh about this game uh evergate is actually that they have a thousand dollar tier um that you can opt in for and is a vip experience we'll buy you a pass to pax east and you can come hang out with us um at the ever evergate booth and then spend dinner with us uh and then it says dinner with us during a night on the town to celebrate it's like that's just a weird way to say that dinner during a night on the town like i don't know hey, they, they should have at least said they're going to a backers, strip club okay. or something uh, yeah three three people did it yeah th- uh yeah, yeah they got they two out fun. of five left dude yeah we could two of us could do it vaughn you wanna you wanna wanna go have a, a night on the town or dinner dinner on the town i don't, I don't remember how you said it Dinner with the devs during a night on the town? Oh, yeah, night on the town. Yeah, that's what I want. Um, Specifically (laughs) about the game, though, uh, it actually looks really cool. This is the type of game that I I could definitely get into. Um, I really like puzzle games. The only thing is, a lot of the times, it's hard for me to, like, keep my interest halfway through. But this looks really interesting, the way they're doing, like, the... the, um, Basically, like, it it looks like you're, you're pausing time aiming and then like bouncing based on where you shoot wherever your cursor is i don't really understand exactly how this works just from this but it looks like a really interesting but could potentially be very frustrating uh play style um but i definitely can see that this would have the potential to be uh a very like high skill cap or something that would be interesting to try to get good at I would like to to add something or a little correction to myself. I did say that there was only two people working at Stone Lantern Games. There's actually four MIT graduates. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to correct myself. Yeah, one of them, big fan of Oblivion. Seriously, good picks today, Josh. Good picks. <laughs> Except for that Animal Crossing bullshit. That can just, that's not. Oh my God, it's got BattleBots too? Fuck, these guys are awesome. Give them money. <laughs> this is such a new light of Vaughn. I've never <laughs> I've never seen this before. Throw your Me money not in. just blatantly talking shit about their games. I know. Yeah. <laughs> this is so so different. No, it, it definitely I feel looks... like the only game I ever talked shit about was that stupid cow game. The rest of them is just me <laughs> criticizing their Kickstarter pages. Yeah, I guess that's true too. I don't know. It looks dope. I uh, I didn't even notice that they had a demo, though. I'll have to actually check this out and see what it's like. You didn't see that gigantic, like, corner that said, play the demo, and then it literally says, new demo? Nope. Rolled right <laughs> past it. Click to play demo. They say, they say it, like, five times. Nope. I'm a fast scroller. What are you going to do? Jesus. Um, I'm all about just, I'm, I'm an image guy. I'm just looking for all the, the GIFs. Looking for all the pretty pictures. All the pretty pictures. That's what I want. <laughs> all right. Well, this game certainly does look pretty. They say it's like 2D, but it seems like 2.5D, but make sure you don't actually use that because 2.5 uh, HD is now copywritten. So watch out, guys. Bitch is going to come after Who you. Who copied the- Nintendo. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, the, of yeah. course. Yeah, Octopath. for uh, Octopath Traveler. Yeah. 
Oh, right. The 2.5 HD, they copywrote that term. Which a lot of people are thinking that that means that they're putting out a sequel to Octopath Traveler. And I'm like, I think they just wanted to copyright the fucking word, dude. (laughs) But they might also put out a sequel. You never know. Do you think they would call it Octopath Traveler 2 or whatever the nine, like, ninth Traveler is? Like, the I don't even know what you mean by that. I don't know what that means. Like, whatever, because, like, Octo is eight. Nine, oh, like, okay, I got you now. Yeah, 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 I just don't know it off the top of my head. I think it would be Octopath Traveler 2 because nobody would figure out a good name for, like, with nine. I don't know. I don't know. People thought it was really mm. fucking dumb that they called it Octopath Traveler. Excuse me. <laughs> they originally like, called it Project Octopath Traveler, okay? Yeah, and everybody was like, they're going to change the name, and then they just dropped the project. Okay. Well, it's better than keeping it, so I guess it's an improvement. That's fair. That's very fair. That's very fair. It stands out, at least. <laughs> yeah. So now that we've definitely just deviated from talking about indie games, I think it's a good time to get into uh, one of our last segments of the podcast. This is the indie games release schedule. Uh, these, this is not a complete list because there's a buttload. Honestly, it took me a while to put this together because there's just a lot of indie games coming out. I would also like to say, um, before. So Kotaku does a list called This Week in Games. Yeah. And beforehand, before, like, so three weeks ago, um, like, uh, basically, after three weeks ago, or, uh, fuck, I don't even know how I'm trying to say this. Beforehand, it seemed to be written by one specific guy, and he, like, fact-checked everything, I'm assuming meticulously. Yeah. It was a very good list. Um, and now it is written by different people every week, and it sucks. It's, like, it's good, and it includes a lot of stuff, but also it gets a lot of dates wrong. It's uh, like, oh, this game is coming out on PC and Mac. So I look at it on PC and it's like, nah, it's coming out in three days. Like, it's it's coming out like a week after or it n- doesn't even have a release date. And I'm like, okay. That's see, cool. I've been I don't having a problem with that too, from. but not with indie games, with, with smaller Japanese games. Because... Yeah, it's just kind of annoying. Nobody's remembered just... that Yokai Watch 3 comes out like next week because it's a 3DS game. But... On, on all these game release lists, I still see 3DS release dates for Kirby's Epic Yarn and Bowser's Inside Story. It's like, okay, like, I know Yokai Watch 3 is a third-party title, but don't just, like, ignore it like that. Come on, man. I honestly didn't even know Yokai Watch 3 was coming out, but I guess that's your it point. It already came out is of Europe nobody says uh, last month. <laughs> oh, shit. Dang. Uh, but it's time to get into this. We, these are the games from January 27th to the 2nd. Of course, by the time you listen to this, the majority of these games are going to be out. But make sure you guys check them out because there's a lot of really cool games. Uh, so we've got the multiple list first. Um, we've got the Devil's Calculator comes to Windows PC and Mac Monday, January 28th. Uh, Genesis Alpha 1 comes to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One Tuesday. Tuesday fuck. Tuesday, <laughs> January 29th. Uh Heroes Trials comes to PlayStation 4 and Vita Tuesday, January 29th. Ridiculous Rugby comes to Windows PC and Mac Tuesday, January 29th. Storm Hill Mystery Family Shadows comes to Windows PC and Mac Tuesday, January 29th. Drowning, which is just 
I mean, spot on title, guys. You really like. She went hard on that one. Uh, it comes to PlayStation Four and Switch, PlayStation Four Switch and Vita uh, Wednesday, January thirtieth. Uh, Subnautica Below Zero, which is what I said the the sequel to Subnautica, um, comes to Windows PC and Mac uh, Wednesday, January thirtieth. Uh, Changeling comes to Windows PC and Mac Wednesday, January thirtieth. Bombfest comes to PlayStation Four, Xbox One, Windows PC, and Switch Thursday, January thirty first. 8-Bit Hordes comes to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One Friday, January 1st, or February 1st, sorry, not January. Um, Wargroove comes to Xbox One and Windows PC and Nintendo Switch Friday, January, or, fuck, damn it! Uh, February 1st, uh, Baby B comes to Windows PC and Mac Friday, uh, February 1st. Rainswept comes to Windows PC and Mac Friday, February 1st. Uh, now time to move on to the PlayStation 4 list. Uh, we've got Trainer VR comes to PlayStation 4 Tuesday, January 29th. Uh, goodbye, Detopia. De- Deponia. 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 Okay, I don't know where you got the sweet. P from. <laughs> I don't know where they got the P from. What's this, Why? Uh, goodbye, Deponia comes to PlayStation Deponia? 4 Wednesday, January 30th. Did I say it wrong again? No, I just, I'm just making fun of it. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't listen to him. I was like, I don't know if I actually said it wrong. Uh, Deadland VR comes to PlayStation 4 Friday, February 1st. Uh, now time to move on to Xbox One. Just the one. Uh, Animal Super Squad comes to Xbox One Friday, February 1st. Uh, and just the one for Vita as well, which is Nightcry, um, comes to PlayStation Vita Thursday, January 31st. Now time to move on to Switch, which has got... I mean, it's not as much as normal, which is a little weird. I guess because a lot of them are in multiple, so it makes sense. Um, so we've got Mages of Mysterium. Oh, Mistralia. Uh, f- yeah, Mistralia. Thank you. A while back, it's pretty cool. I don't know. There you go. Then Arrow gives it a pretty, oh, pretty cool. cool. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, Mages of Mistralia comes to Switch Tuesday, January 29th. Unworthy comes to Switch Tuesday, January 29th. Airheart Tales of Broken Wings comes to Switch Thursday, January 31st. Uh, Bleep Bloop comes to Switch (laughs) Thursday, January 31st. Uh, Downwell finally comes to Nintendo Switch Thursday, January 31st. Um, How would you say that one? Halcyon? Halcyon. Six? Yeah, Halcyon. Cool. Yeah. Halcyon 6 Starbase Commander comes to Switch Thursday, January 31st. Uh, Necrosphere Deluxe comes to Switch Thursday, January 31st. And the last on Switch is Zombie Night Terror comes to Switch Thursday, January 31st. Now just a couple more for Windows and you guys don't have to listen to me talk for a whole nother week. (gasps) It's going to be great, guys. Man. What if they want to hear you? Why more? do you keep putting in block pooper? Every time there's a block pooper. Oh my gosh, it's a card game though, Josh. It's a card game. You'd totally love it. I know you would look right there. Block pooper. Block pooper 11. 11. It's a card, card game. game. Oh, that sounds like for me. <laughs> They've really hit the nail on the head on that one, dude. Don't you worry. Uh, so for Windows PC, we've got Biathlon Battle VR comes to Windows VR Sunday, uh, January 27th. That's a weird Adventure thing. Land. 
Adventureland, the code MMORPG, comes to Windows PC Monday, January 28th. Earth Atlantis comes to Windows PC Tuesday, January 29th. Um, Unblock Gridlock comes to Windows PC Wednesday, January 30th. Config Wars uh, comes to Windows PC Thursday, January 31st. Um, Super Pixel Racers comes to Windows PC Thursday, January 31st. Caverns Lost Sky comes to Windows PC Thursday, January 31st. And the last game is Story of the Green Dragon comes to Windows PC Thursday, January 31st. There we go, guys. That's it for this week in uh, our This Week in Games. I assure you... A lot of these, if not all, have accurate dates, hopefully. Maybe not. I don't know. I guess I probably should have checked even more than I I expect Kotaku to check. No big deal. Uh, So, normally we pick out a game that we want to talk about. Did you guys happen to pick one out? Or you just, I mean, you already talked about Warger. Are you guys just going to skate by with that one? Yep. I mean, I I, I made it to Mr. Only on Switch is good. It's good that it's on Switch now. Uh, well, didn't you give, did you give it a pretty good? Or was it an okay? Was it a pretty okay? What did you I give said it? pretty cool. Pretty cool. All right. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I don't even know. All right. Ariel doesn't know what he gave it. Anyway, uh, I, I was kind of... Yeah, check it out. It's high <laughs> reviews. Um, I, I kind of struggled finding one out of these that I really wanted to play. There's a couple in there. Mages of Mistralia did look kind of interesting. Um, the Downwell is a really good one uh, coming out for the Switch, but it's it's a pretty old game. It's back in, I think, 2016 for PC, but it is, it is definitely a toughie. Um, but I think the one that looks kind of interesting and different is uh, this Zombie Night Terror game that's coming to Switch. Um, so this game is basically like a kind of a, a strategy game. It, it reminds me a lot of like Lemmings. So it's basically, oh, it's huh. basically, dude, you guys talk about Lemmings a lot. I don't remember it's happened like a ever lot. talking about Lemmings, but this is the second time. Uh, well, I mean, I guess two times is a lot, but still, uh, yeah, it's a massive, amount. <laughs> uh, but it, it's basically like you're a bunch of zombies and you control the zombies and you have to make sure that they get to the humans to kill them and it's like different things where you have to like throw the zombies in certain areas or there's like big bigger zombies that yell and like push your little zombies across like gaps and stuff like well, that that's so, yeah it looks really interesting there's uh definitely inspired by lemmings yeah i know it is it definitely is but it uh it looks like it it uh could be a lot of fun especially on the switch to just you know open it up and can we, can we get lemmings whatnot. on switch too please Zombie lemmings, maybe? No, just actual lemmings, too. <laughs> nah, dude, you get zombie night terror. That's what you get. <laughs> it's just like how Switch doesn't have bobble, uh, bubble bobble, but it has Roboto instead. Yeah, the true struggle, you know? <laughs> it's bubble bobble. I think somebody needs to contact Danny O'Dwyer and tell him that the this development studio stole his name. No big deal. It's no clip. No clip. Little did you guys know the developer of this game is no clip. Just thought I'd let you know. <laughs> I, uh, thanks. That's gonna be all. That'll be all for a conversation. I'm a philanthropist. <laughs> Good trivia. So for mine, I wanted to talk about Unblock Gridlock. It's just a standard like block puzzle game, Locked but over. it's got a little bit of story. It's you're basically just trying to like 
uh, move around traffic so that a cop car can get through. But I just like these fun little puzzle games. Um, supposedly, it's got like over 9,000 different puzzles. Ooh, that's a lot. Just flex your noodles solving over 9,000 traffic jams and save the vehicle-bound pedestrians of Traffic Town. I really Ooh, consider my yeah, noodle flex. That's a thing. <laughs> yeah, dude, they really flex their noodle with fucking Traffic Town. I need to change my thing. I don't want to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Traffic Town is where it's at. Apparently, yeah, it's where it's at. Exactly. There's 100%. Guys. Yeah. Jeez. So, yeah, Errol kind of just opted out of this one. He really liked Wargroove, and he thought uh, that Mage's game was pretty cool. So, no big deal, guys. Um, yeah, I actually, I don't necessarily, I keep forgetting to come up with a freaking thing, dude. Whew. Last week, I asked Errol if he liked that Broly movie, and he's like, is that seriously a thing? And I was like, yeah, I mean, I just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I come up with them, and I'm like, oh, maybe that's too intrusive on their lives. But of course. You can always just I'm look up, weird like, questions to ask, well, like dude. Icebreaker questions. Oh, you know what? Oh, Errol, what is I'm with this? Do, you just freaking got me, dude. Why? I'm going to go, uh, guess what? You guys are about to get some weird-ass questions. Oh, no. I don't like this. All right. Well, it's been great, guys. What have I done? <laughs> uh, you just created a monster is what you did. Um, I'm everyone... looking up first date questions, guys. 13 great uh, first date questions Ooh. backed by science. Yeah. These are backed by fucking science, oh, guys. By the end, we'll love each other. Let's do this. Um, this one's boring. Are you working on any per, uh, personal passion projects? Yeah, we Literally all are. Right this... now. No big deal. <laughs> There you go. Damn, these are dumb, dude. Oh, man. These are real dumb. This is a bad hey, idea. don't you argue with science. <laughs> yeah, what scientist <laughs> created this? Came up with this. There's literally one. Anything surprising happened today? Mm. Yeah, I fucking woke up. I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> okay, just leave me alone. I mean, <laughs> you, are you normally surprised you're alive when you wake up? Sometimes, dude. I eat a lot of salt. Uh yeah, I guess that's true. It's a it's a true killer right there. Um, dang, most of these are real dumb. I thought they were going to be funny, but they're just, all of them are like really, really dumb. I'm just going to go with this one. Is there anything you don't eat? I'm going to tell you guys right now, there's a lot of shit I don't eat. I'm really picky. I don't eat, uh, I, I, I don't eat like onions because I feel like they feel like veins in my mouth. And I think that's disgusting. <laughs> um, I don't eat tomatoes cause they have a weird texture. Yeah. Fuck tomatoes. Um, I don't eat anything from the ocean. I often say it's because I like this stuff in the ocean, but honestly, it's because the stuff in the ocean creeps me out. I think it's scary. So that's why I'm not gonna fuck. I don't with really, it. I don't really eat fish a lot. I don't go out of my way to eat it or anything. But I, yeah, dude, I uh, I'm not it. a fan. Just everything in the ocean looks creepy as fuck. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. You don't like sushi? Just, no, I hate sushi. Uh, foolish. Well, I literally, sushi I had sushi now, once, and I put it in my mouth, and then I spit it out in a napkin. There is some sushi not made with fish, though. You know what I do like, though? Hash browns. I really like potatoes. You know hash browns are actually made out of fish? Yeah. I'd kill you. He <laughs> <laughs> just ruined my life. The just to let everybody know. called fish browns. It's a true story. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. don't don't fact check me on that <laughs> one don't at me 
So what foods do you guys not eat other than tomatoes? Because Josh is trying to op out as well. I agree, bro. I agree with the onions. <laughs> Most of the time, I wouldn't. I don't eat them. Wait, um, but will you eat? But will you eat grilled onions? Like, is it just like raw onions that you don't like? Or is oh, it... I definitely won't eat raw onions. It depends on what it like. Like onion rings, I'll eat them if they're there. But I'm not gonna go out of my way to. And then other, I don't like onions on my burger or like in my food for the most part. Okay, so you won't eat them, and you don't like them in your food. So clearly, you're not a fan. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of an interesting <laughs> yeah. way to say that. You're like, say so you don't eat onions. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> I try not to. I don't like the taste. I like the taste of onions. I'm not even joking. Literally, the texture bothers me so much. I'm going to tell you right now, one of the weirdest things that people find with me is that if I'm eating something, and it's like, let's say I'm eating like a... I'm just eat uh, the other a uh, week ago or it was like three weeks ago. I was eating a sandwich and I bit into it and I was just eating the sandwich and everything. And then I bit into a hard spot. I almost threw up. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I almost threw up. I spit it out and then I, I almost threw up cause I tried to swallow it. And my friends were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I just spit it out in the garbage can. And I was like, Ugh. I almost died guys. Seriously. It's, it's remarkable that I wake up every day. So. I'm pretty dysfunctional human being. <laughs> So his weakness is onions. <laughs> it's better than water. Shout out to Unbreakable. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I kind of agree with you in some senses. Not that much because you're a freak. But, um, like, Thanks. <laughs> no problem. But, <laughs> but, like, textures. I have, like, a weird thing with textures, too. It's why I don't do tomatoes because, like, the squishiness of it. I'm like, meh. And I can't eat shrimp because it feels like I'm, like, anytime I eat shrimp, I always feel like I'm eating like a finger or something like like eating through skin because of the like the weird shell texture to like mushiness. So I'm always like, nah, I'm yeah. okay with that. Fuck, fuck. Yeah, shrimp. I don't really eat shrimp either. But it's not like it's not like a taste thing. Like it, I, I'm I'm fine with like shrimp if it's like in something. But it's just weird with like the tails and stuff. I mean, I guess I don't know, but like. It's just like certain textures, like if it's too mushy of a food, I, I definitely won't go anywhere near it. I just can't do it. Do you like applesauce? Uh, yeah, I'm okay with applesauce. Everybody likes applesauce. You'd be surprised, dude. I mean... There's probably somebody out there who thinks applesauce was created by the devil. Hey, I know people who don't, like, don't eat any fruit because of the texture. I mean... That's interesting. That's silly. Fruit is delicious. What's your favorite food then? You're just like, if I was about to die right now by some crazy disease and or Vaughn is going to bury me in his backyard again, what would your last meal be? Give me uh, either a California burrito or some carne asada fries. They're pretty much the same thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know what a California burrito is. Is that just burrito from California? No, is it is a carne asada burrito with french fries in it. <laughs> Ah, I've actually had one of those before. I bit into a hard spot and I threw it away. Usually, oh, it's, it's usually exactly not made with onions. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's not an onion. It was a hard spot. Literally, if I'm chewing something that is soft and then I bite into a suspiciously hard spot, I'll throw up. See, I've never had it. a suspiciously hard spot at any one of my burritos. So. <laughs> You don't live in Idaho, bro. Oh yeah, I would not. I would not get a here. yeah. 
<laughs> just don't eat anything when you come to Idaho. Pack your own food. What's I your can't favorite eat the food, potatoes? Josh? I mean, oh, I mean, that's just what we're known for. So <laughs> they're not good. Sure. We're just known to have them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine would probably be. I think I would do. Fuck, food is so delicious. I don't know. There's so many good things. Yeah. Uh, it's... I'd probably go with. Uh... Fuck yeah, I'd probably go with burrito. You're really thinking. I hard know. On this, I fucking love burritos though, but I, I just love food. Food is so. You good. guys don't even know. <laughs> What's your favorite food? Food, food other than shrimp and tomatoes. And shrimp food. and tomatoes. You take that shit out. You got everything <laughs> I like. <laughs> <laughs> all right my favorite food has to be poutine, poutine. i really like want to i really want to try yeah. that i don't know where to get it here canada there's a lot of like weird places to get poutine i go to a chinese restaurant <laughs> and i get poutine way off. Okay. Really funny. yeah it's a little That's weird really funny. it's a little odd yeah it's just uh cheese curds gravy and french fries, french fries and it's delicious it's freaking I've always wanted oh if you have a red robin they have poutine Oh wait, no, they don't anymore. Cause fuck me, you right? Fucking what, Red liar. Robin, like they did. Red Robin had poutine for a long time. They had uh, poutine with what was it, mushroom aioli, and then they got rid of it, and it really pissed me off. Don't try their chili fries, by the way. They're terrible. Red Robin is like way Just far away from me. The only one I even know yep. of. Well, there you go. There's like six in driving distance from me. There's a damn. shit little Red Robin. Must be more popular yeah. over there. I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. It's all about those whatever kind of fries they've that's got. That's the that's the unlimited fries place. Yeah. Yeah, they call them bottomless fries, yeah. but it's kind of like a joke because they offer them to you in like a cylinder, like a cone, but with no bottom. So you're like, haha, bottomless fries. Fuck you. You only get fourteen. Yeah, I I went to them once and I got the bottomless fries. I mean, I get I'm usually good because I'll stay at a place and like I'll make sure I get my value for it. But I remember the the fries every time they come out, they only give you like a, a small amount. Yeah, it's really annoying. <laughs> They're like, no wonder it's bottomless. So I don't get any. That's cool. <laughs> well, that's about the end of this podcast. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Now you know our it. favorite foods, and that I, re- uh, dude, we ended it two weeks ago talking about your balls. It's not the weirdest way that I've ended this fucking podcast. Yeah, literally, we were talking about your testicles because oh, I said I wasn't going to yeah. ask about your genitalia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you were like, that's a weird way to end it. Yeah. <laughs> it is probably a weird way to end it. Let's just keep it a tradition. We'll talk about my balls, and uh, good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks for listening guys you guys could catch us every week uh on at friday at fridays on fridays um basically on any of your podcast services other than itunes and stitcher because i'm lazy uh, you can find it on um places uh spotify uh google music is one youtube is one as well um not too hard to find it's just indie incursion podcast pretty easy otherwise you can check out at para or not i mean you could follow at parallax media underscore i think is what it is on twitter um to check out all of our written content you can also check out the actual website which is parallaxmedia.one lots of great written content there uh arrow wrote a thing about a game series called telefang i had never heard of it before but it looks really cool reminds me of digimon but it's not um you guys can follow me at hide legion josh at the underscore george 90 and uh errol at errol m on twitter super easy to find us uh thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the podcast and i hope you guys tune in next week
Bye, guys.